0: is the first ever solo episode. I think I'll be creating a few of these over the times because there are some times where I feel the need to talk about things and just talk about them alone. Though most podcast episodes will probably be filmed with my sister, there will be maybe one or two or three, I don't know how many, episodes where I will be filming by myself. And with Today's episode, we're talking about how to reduce anxiety, or I don't know if like reducing anxiety is the right word. Coping with anxiety could be a word that I could use, I guess. I don't know. But with I'm someone who has suffered with anxiety for quite a while, and I've come up with a few strategies to coping and maintaining it. I think that's the wrong word to use, but I'm gonna use it anyway. Through therapy, I've also created some other ways of how to reduce anxiety. So I'm gonna talk about a few of the few ways that I reduce or calm my mind with anxiety. So I feel like this one is like the most cliche. You hear it all the time, but I feel like it's the one that works the most breathing it's the one that you can do you do anyway but there is like a certain technique that you need to do I guess in order for this to work the way that I do it is I take a deep breath in for as long as that I can and then I hold it for at least 7 to 10 seconds and then breathe out I don't know why but this tends to work the best for me specifically I know that there are apps out there that help you do this and if you want to check some of them out they are great as well these apps guide you through breathing techniques and different techniques and you can find a few of them I have found that using my like own method I don't know if this is like my own method actually or if I saw it somewhere but that is the method that I use and helps me the most This other one is also a bit of a cliche one, and that is exercising. Honestly, moving around in any type of way is good for anxiety. It helps you get out of your head. So whether you go for a run or you walk your dog or even, and dare I say this, clean your room. Parents are gonna love that one for their kids. But yeah, cleaning your room honestly seems to help a lot and I know that there's, like, a lot of studies and, like, different reasons on why that is helping, mainly for, like, clear room, or clean room, clear mind, something like that is the saying, I think, but I think it's really just moving around and just looking at an object and being, like, okay, where am I gonna put this thing? What am I gonna do with it? Is why it helps, you know what I mean? Like, When you're cleaning, you're just trying to figure out where to put things where or you're trying to think where did I put this before or where is this designated spot that I created for the specific item. So I feel like it is a way of getting you out of your own head, which is why cleaning is such a great thing to do is if you're feeling anxious I have no idea how many people are actually going to agree with me on this, but I find that music tends to bring you to a place when you first heard that song. I don't know if anybody else has had that experience where you listen to a song years after and you remember that moment of when you first heard it. So I tend to listen to music that I remember being in a very happy place. And I tend to avoid music that I was in a very bad place in when listening to it. Because honestly, it has the both positive and negative effect for me. Because I find if I listen to music that I was listening to when I was like really upset, really angry, or having a panic attack, sometimes I would... When I was younger, I used to have panic attacks with other people around me. And I would have them in a way where like... I wouldn't want to bring any attention to myself and people would be listening to music and not the greatest idea, honestly. It just makes things a lot worse and you feel so much more alone when you're in the middle of like a panic attack and you're like, ah, can't tell anyone. And now that music or that specific song or even artist has like an effect on you because that's all you remember. Anyway, so... Getting back into the music. I tend to like listening to stuff that were on the radio, (laughs) like the pop music stuff. I also started listening to indie music I don't know if that's weird but there's I've been getting recommended on YouTube of these playlists of like these chill indie music playlist stuff on YouTube I think I said that way too many times and I've been listening to those because I don't know what it is but they're pretty chill and they're yeah I don't know I, like I don't have like an emotional affiliation to that specific music I think So, and I don't remember anything from it because I've never listened to it. So that's why I like it. And it's honestly pretty calming. It's not like anything that has like a strong beat to it. I don't like that type of music. I don't know why. I just don't like music with like loud beats in them. So I tend to go for like more of the chill type of music so music is a great way of also getting yourself out of your head because then you'll be focusing on something else this next tip is one that i learned through therapy and it's asking if these thoughts that you're having are helpful weird right The thing with anxiety is that it is not logical. I think we said that in the last episode. Anxiety does not have logic behind it. It's the absence of logic. It's also thinking way too far in the future on things that you just can't control. So for example, recently I've been editing the podcast and while I was editing it, I had this moment of like... I want this podcast to be something helpful and I thought this podcast isn't going to help anyone and in that moment I was freaking out because I'm like this it's not going to do anything no one's going to like it does anyone even need this and I stopped and I went you know what how do I know this isn't going to be helpful no one's heard it no one's given me any feedback this is just me being mean to myself and who knows maybe someone will find this helpful. Doing stuff like that is incredibly helpful. Again, for another example, maybe a better example that you could relate to would be, I'm going to fail this test. And I've had those thoughts too where I where I was studying and I'm like, I don't understand any of this. I'm going to fail. Hate those moments. I think everyone goes through that. So stopping in those moments and asking yourself, is this a helpful thought? Or is this just gonna hurt me in the end? Because truthfully, thinking that you're going to fail the test is just going to make you fail the test because that's all you'll be focusing on when you should be looking at the information and studying. Wow, I'm so helpful. Okay, only me would stop in the middle of recording an episode to grab a coffee. So (laughs) I'm not really sure where I left off, but I'm pretty sure I was talking about how... We have to stop and ask ourselves why if this thought we're having or these thoughts that we're having are going to help us in the end or not so this is another one that has to do with your thoughts it's called the 79 rule and it's basically based off of this theory that we carry up to nine thoughts at a time in our head And the premise of it is, if you have seven positive thoughts, you will be more of a happier person, whereas if you're more, if you have more negative thoughts, you're going to be more negative. I don't know how to explain that other, like, that's the most simplest explanation that I can think of. But basically, is you have to, the way that I did it is I have a list of seven to nine thoughts or things that I wrote out about myself that I like and things that are positive about my life. So one thing on that list is Violet because I love Violet and thinking about Violet when coming home and her doing her little dance for me because she's so excited that I'm home. makes me really, really happy. Another thing is the feeling that I get when I'm drawing or painting and I'm in that zone I guess I don't know what else to call it but it's I kind of try and remind myself of that moment where nothing else in the world matters and it's just this art piece me and this me and the art working together trying to finish it trying to do the thing something else that I have on that list is the color purple because I love the color purple and the color purple makes me so happy so i have a lot of things that are purple because of it i love the color purple it's one of my favorite colors ever anyway moving on well actually not moving on the entire point of the seven to nine rule i feel like i didn't explain it is that you create seven positive thoughts out of nine thoughts you try and make majority of your thoughts in your head Happier to lower your anxiety, get rid of the depression. I think a plane just flew over. I don't know if you like heard that, but it was a lot of rumbling. It was not my stomach. So I just thought of this and I didn't even realize that this was a way that I was controlling my anxiety. But for those of you who don't know who've never seen me before, well not seen me, heard me before, who have no idea who I am, I bullet journal and I use my bullet journal to help me plan out my days and that way I'm not so taken back when I find that I have something to do and it also gives me an idea of what I need to do during the day. Like, It helps me keep track of which videos I need to upload and edit or considering the fact that I'm the editor for both my channel and the Cassie and Lizzie channel, there are a lot of videos that I'm editing at the same time and the bullet journal helps me keep track of those. So if you're someone who is in school right now or I don't think there's school happening at the moment as I'm recording this, I don't know about when you're hearing it, But if you are in school or work or whatever and you have a lot of deadlines or things that you need to get done at a certain time, obviously, a bullet journal or keeping a to-do list or stuff like that is really, really helpful. Plus, for me personally, I think putting things down on paper. I'm a very visual person, so me writing it out and seeing it on the paper makes it seem less overwhelming for myself, because sometimes you're like, oh I'm thinking of this, I need to do this, I need to do that, and you're so overwhelmed by those thoughts. When you write them down, it's, you're like, oh wait, it's actually not this much, it's only gonna take me a couple minutes to do this, I can just like get that part done. Okay, so people are home right now and they're watching TV and I have no idea if you're going to be able to hear music or talking in the background. So if you do hear that, know that it's my parents watching TV and that I can't help it. But I'm going to quickly mention something else. With that to-do list, what I also do coupled with that is I try and figure out how much time is Try and figure out how much time I need to do the one task and I create a timer on my phone or on my computer or somewhere and let's say I want to edit a video and usually it takes me at least I would say an hour and a half to do like the rough stuff, importing, getting the clips in line. I would one day go okay i'm gonna take 30 minutes to do the rough edit today and in 40 minutes i'm gonna do something else and i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna come back to editing for me personally i can't stick to one thing for a very long period of of time if that makes sense like i can't just continuously keep doing one thing for more than like 30-ish minutes (laughs) Uh, and even that is, like, gets me sometimes because I get distracted. So even, like, creating a timer to do those kind of tasks where you know they're going to take a while and, I mean, when you edit a video, you don't need to edit or let's say you're writing an essay, you don't need to write the entire essay in one sitting, you can break that up. So that's basically what I'm saying to do is figure out how much time you need to complete a task and if you can like divide it up so it's in smaller tasks that's what at least helps me if not you can just figure out how much time you need to create that one task create the timer and then put a timer on For like 5 to 10 minutes so that you're taking a little break and you're doing whatever. uh, Scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through TikTok, listening to podcasts. Not that you can listen to podcasts on a break, I don't think. I don't know because podcasts are usually an hour long. Not our podcasts. Our podcasts are being like 30 minutes long. I also know right now people are working from home. So creating that timer and those lists and figuring out how much time you need for a specific task is great when you're working from home and learning from home since nobody is actually keeping you on track and you're the one who has to stay focused and keep on track a bullet journal and creating those timers are a great way of doing it plus you create your bullet journal you set it up the way you want and you can make it look super cute so yeah plus it's something to do now that we're stuck at home and don't have a lot to do. Or at least in my case, I don't have a lot to do. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode of Just Me. I hope everyone out there is staying home and staying safe, and I hope you're happy and healthy. I know times are getting tough, and especially on the mental health end, it can be incredibly struggling i don't know if that makes sense but anyway i hope you enjoyed this episode and see you or hear me hear me in the next one i guess i don't know